I am pro-life, pro-Jesus, and pro-over it. This is Shannon the Mommy Blogger. Friends, we need to talk. I've been wrestling with God and myself on what I'm about to talk with you about, but I feel like this is urgent. This is something Christians, non-believers, and people with ears need to hear. The future of Christianity, morality, and yes, even America is at stake. I'm going to need you to understand that I am coming from a place of love and kindness. But even the sweetest watermelon tastes a little better with some salt on it. So here it goes. I've got some salt for you and some grace too. I need you to understand something. I do not call myself pro-life because that is the Christian thing to do. I am pro-all life, which includes, but is not limited to, anything that has a beating heart. Yeah, which includes babies in utero. But I care just as much about the mother who is already holding on by a thread and finds herself pregnant and she just can't bring herself to have a baby with someone who is abusive and toxic. Which is why I am here to say that yes, I am pro-life, but I don't think getting rid of abortion rights will take away women seeking abortions. All we are going to do is endanger women in an already fragile state. We cannot continue to call ourselves Christians if we are going to care only about the unborn. That doesn't make you a good Christian. That makes you no different than the religious hypocrites Jesus literally threw out of his church. So stop cherry-picking the gospel to fit your political platform. We have to stop saying we are children of God if we cannot come to terms with the fact that some of our brothers and sisters are not white. If you cannot come to terms with the fact that Jesus Christ himself probably wasn't white either, then Christianity might not be for you. We have got to stop looking at one another and judging one another based on the color of our skin. It's 2019. Could we please grow up already? Being unkind and hateful to someone who isn't a fellow Christian, or is a fellow Christian for that matter, doesn't make you righteous. It makes you unkind and hateful, which is the exact opposite of being Christ-like. Jesus is kind and loving. Do you really think Jesus would stoop to our ignorant ways of hate-tweeting? Do you really think Jesus would be that bigoted and that dehumanizing? I don't. I cannot stand by and watch the kingdom of God be misrepresented any longer. I cannot call myself a child of God if I don't go to bat for my heavenly father. Jesus died on a cross for me. I can die to my selfish ways on social media. I can die to my selfish ways, period. I refuse to sit on the sidelines and watch religious hypocrites tarnish the good name of God. Jesus wasn't a Republican or a Democrat. Jesus is and will always be Jesus. No affiliation needed. Jesus is for everyone. Anyone who tells you otherwise is a false teacher and has no right calling themselves a believer in Christ. Because if they truly believe that the good news of the gospel, they would know that loving God and loving your neighbor are the truest commandments. Being a Christian has absolutely nothing to do with who you voted for and everything to do with who died for you. When you accept that the love of Jesus is flowing through you and that love is what conquered the grave, you can be nice to your neighbor. When you accept the love of Jesus is what's flowing through your veins 
You can spread love and kindness like wildfire, and nothing and no one will be safe from the love and light you will exude. That is the true mark of being a Christian. How well you love. Do you know what you take with you when you go home to heaven? Love. You don't take political platforms, money, social status, vengeance, anger, or any silly human emotion home. All you take is love. It's your love for God and your love for your neighbor that gets you home, not judging everyone based on their religious beliefs. Not everyone in heaven will be white, so you better go love your black neighbors and Muslim neighbors because you might be the only Bible they read. You might be the only example of Jesus in their lives. And giving someone false pretenses on the one true king is not only going to give them a bad taste in their mouth about you, but most importantly, you will taint their view of God and how good he really is. You won't be everyone's cup of tea, I assure you. But God made you to be you. I think we all need to get our heads out of the sand and back into our Bibles. We have got to start grounding ourselves with truth, not poisoning ourselves daily by ingesting breaking news and push notifications like they are opiates. We can't be in the world and not of it if we only care about worldly issues. We can't just hold on to our salvation like a get-out-of-jail-free card and hand it over when it's time to meet the Maker. Faith without works is dead, y'all. You can't just go to church because it's what you do on a Sunday. You better be going to church to worship and have fellowship with other believers, not keep up appearances. Jesus needs to be your focus every day, not just on a Sunday. If you are just going to church because that's how you were raised, or that's just how it's always been, I give you permission to stop going. Because Jesus doesn't want slaves. He wants friends. And friends are not forced into anything. Remember that the next time a Christian condemns you for not being at every single Sunday service and every single Wednesday night Bible study. For me, following Christ is a joy, not an obligation. I choose him every single day. I choose to be in constant communication with the Holy Spirit. I choose to give him praise and worship when the world tells me I should be pissed off and wallowing. I choose to talk to you all through my podcasts and tell you about Jesus because he is that important to me. He saved my life. He pulled me out of the muck and the mire and set me upon a rock. And that isn't just scripture, friends. That is real life. Jesus and his reckless love for me saved me from an eternity of sin and death and pain. Jesus and his bodily sacrifice sealed my fate forever. I will never know a life on either side of eternity without him. And I will spend the rest of my life telling everyone I know that they can experience that love for themselves. Jesus is the reason for everything I do. I refuse to let you go through life feeling alone and disowned. You are loved by a good, good father who couldn't bear the thought of a life without you. So he sacrificed himself through his son, Jesus Christ, so that you would never know a day without him and his love for you. All you have to do is reach out and take it. All you have to do is call upon the name of Jesus and he will come to you. He will fill your heart with supernatural peace and overwhelm you with his unending mercy. You will never be the same again. And that's precisely the way he wants it. He wants you to trade in your selfish ways for his selfless character. 
He wants you to forget the habits of your worldly life and shift your thinking into eternity. He wants you to use the light he has put inside of you to shine on to others and in turn bring more brothers and more sisters home to the father who leaves the 99 to find them. That's what it means to be a Christian. Love, not judge. Get off your political soapboxes. Fall to your knees. Pray that God revives your heart and shifts your thoughts. Pray that you are able to receive his love and grace so that you in turn can share his love and grace with the world. The kingdom of heaven depends on it. The kingdom of heaven is depending on you to get the greatest story ever told straight. Don't mess it up, okay? episode of Shannon the Mommy Blogger. Connect with Shannon and read her latest blog at holymamablogger.wordpress.com. While you're there, sign up for Mommy Blogger emails and subscribe to this podcast and curated playlists on Apple Music and Spotify. Praying for you, sweet friend. See you on the next episode.